The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now we're joined by Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, uh, to answer your garden questions. Porik, good morning. A very good morning, Pat, from a moist male. A moist male. Oh, dear. Male. Uh, when I wet. came in this morning at, uh, well, seven o'clock, it was quite nice. I thought it was going to be a lovely uh, summer's day. I'm not sure what it's like. I don't have a window here. I'm not sure what it's like outside. Uh, mixed. Well, I've been given mixed signals. Yeah. Uh, and so. it's promised for the rest of the week, quite mixed weather. All right. So what can we do in the garden? Well, it's a very busy time as we come to the end of July. July. June has been such a warm month. July has been such a wet month. But growth has been really, really strong this year, Pat. And it's at this time of year that we're deadheading plants. So we're cutting off the old flowers, encouraging new flowers to come on. We're liquid feeding our dahlias in particular because they're going to flower right through until November if you look after them now. We're deadheading roses and feeding roses at this time of year. It's also a busy time for making compost. So if you're cutting the grass on a regular basis or taking out some weeds or maybe taking some vegetables and cutting the tops off, this is the time of year to make garden compost because if you start now at the end of July, you'll have fantastic compost as we come into spring of next year. Keep an eye on the weeds as well. They're popping up everywhere. So you need to get out with the garden hoe and keep on top of those weeds. It's a great time to mulch borders and beds. And the weather at the moment, Pat, is actually brilliant for planting. So if you're thinking about putting in a new hedge or planting some colour for the rest of the summer and autumn period, or indeed planting some trees or hedging, weather conditions are actually very, very suitable for planting because we've got the warm temperatures, we've got the moisture. So it's a great time. And for listeners that are thinking of Greening up the lawn, again, a great time to feed lawns, but also to sow new lawns. If you sow a lawn at this time of year, it'll be fabulous as we come into autumn and winter of this coming year. So it's a very, very busy time. Uh, The questions are absolutely flooding in. My standard roses, despite pruning in February, have produced long growing stems, but no roses. Can they be pruned back now? Yeah, you can prune the back. What you want to watch for standards, so standard roses grow like a lollipop, Pat. They're Mm -hmm. actually grafted. You've got the main stem and you've got the true rose on top. And if if there are any stems appearing, suckers as we call them, along the main stem, you need to rub those off and take them out. In terms of the rose itself, there's still plenty of time for them to flower. So I would be feeding them with a high potassium feed, a rose feed or a liquid tomato feed at this time of year. Roses need the sunshine as well. So August is promised warm so there's plenty of time for those roses to come into flower yet so i wouldn't prune back the top of the rose but do take out any suckers or any green shoots along the main stem that's important is there a weed killer that really works i've tried all types that you can get in the shops but uh, although the weeds die back a week later they're back as strong as ever well my favorite patch as people will know is the garden hole i have a wolf German-made garden hole for probably 15 or 16 years now. It gets a spin in my garden every week. And what we're seeing at this time of year, because we've got such high moisture levels, is a lot of weed seeds germinating. So even though you get rid of them this week, by next week, seven or eight days later, there are new weeds popping up. So it's a matter of keeping on top of the weeds. I'm not a big fan of of weed killers per se. The garden hoe I find very effective. It's also a great time of year to mulch borders and beds. So if you weed a border or a rose bed, put some bark mulch or some pebbles or some mushroom compost onto that area. If you've got your own garden compost, what better mulch to apply? And that will help to support 
press the weeds in an organic way and safe way. Mary says, could Porik tell me exactly what to fill a planter with? This is from a complete novice. Ah, well, it's a great time. If, if Mary wants some flowering plants, particularly plants that are going to flower from now right through until November, I would focus on plants like chrysanthemums, which are beautiful. Asters, they come in different heights and different colours. Dahlias, of course, they're in flower at the moment. But as I said earlier, they're going to flower right up until November. So well worth planting now. Rudbeckia is just on the point of flowering in my garden. It's got beautiful, bright yellow flowers and comes in various heights as well. And is perennial it comes back year after year. Salvias will be a good choice. There's a whole range of colours. Sedum will flower for the autumn. My advice really, Pat, is pop into your local garden centre and ask them for something that will flower right through the autumn and into the early part of winter. But it's an excellent time to start planting up planters. Now, I have a question uh, about couch grass. What's couch grass? Couch grass is a broadleaf grass uh, it, that you'd often see in lawns, Pat. So most of our lawn species are very fine, but couch grass is, is quite broad. We often call it scutch grass here in Ireland, couch grass in the UK. So it's a it's a wild grass that often comes into lawns or you'd often see it in, in vegetable uh, areas as well. It's a perennial grass that reappears yeah. year after year. Well, uh, this uh, texter says, couch grass is invading my lawn. I'd like to know what to do with it. It's gradually taking over from the planted seed grass of five years ago. It's yeah. very coarse. It has a different green colour to the original lawn. It does indeed. And it's a broader leaf as well and is more vigorous as well. And the, the listener might be mistaking it all as well for wild meadow, meadow grass, which is very, very similar. Both are quite uh, strong growing. Regular mowing of the grass, if you're cutting your grass every five to six days, that will help to suppress couch grass or wild meadow grass. So regular trimming. There's no weed killer that you can use on the lawn that will differentiate between the couch grass and your lawn. So it's a matter of regular trimming, raking up that couch grass, cutting with the blades on a regular basis and you'll you'll exhaust it. Any idea why my carrots are tiny and my tomatoes won't go red? (laughs) <laughs> well, tomatoes are slow to red to, to turn colour at the moment, Pat, because we're just not getting the light levels that we need. Patience is what's required for the tomatoes. They will turn, but we need a little bit of sunshine, a little bit of heat to turn them. So a little bit of patience, regular water, regular feeding once a week on tomatoes at this time of year. And there's a long period yet before to, to allow them to ripen. In terms of carrots, again, it depends when you sow them. Carrots need a free-draining soil, um, a little bit of liquid feeding at the moment, quite good growing conditions actually for carrots at the moment. So I, I think a bit of bit patience for on both parts. The carrots will swell up and, and go to full size. What do I do with my patio roses in pots at this time of year? I've been deadheading them regularly Great. and had some lovely blooms, but as the summer has gone on, they seem to have become infested with grubs that are eating the buds from the inside out. Should I cut them back right now? Yeah, well, any effective buds can be trimmed back. And, and this again, it's a, there's a long period of growth and flowering yet for roses. I mean, I often see roses flowering until mid to late November. So there's lots of, of, of flowering yet to occur. Cut back any damaged flowers, deadhead on a regular basis. Once a week, you normally take off the old flowers on roses. And again, liquid feed with a high potassium feed, tomato feed is perfect, or a granulated fertiliser, a rose feed once a month um, will keep them flowering. We really need the sunshine to come back. Pat, to, to get the plants to reflower again. I have a bamboo hedge that has died at one end this spring. It's been there for over 25 years. So will it all die? If so, how do I deal with it? Do I have to dig it all out? 
Well, I would dig out certainly the area that has been damaged. Now, through the winter, we had quite a high water table this year, and I've seen quite a bit of damage done on laurels, on bamboo and other plants due to that. So I would just dig that section out and replant some fresh bamboo again. Make sure it's the same variety. They come in a whole diff- range of different varieties and stem colours. So try to to uh, to plant the same variety back in again. And the weather conditions at the moment would be ideal for that. I have a Sorbus Joseph rock tree in my garden for 20 years. This year, the leaves didn't appear on some of the branches. They are completely bare. And overall, the leaf coverage is more sparse than normal. Is it dying? Can I save it? it- it is. It's dying back for some reason. Um, you need to maybe take a, a section of it and pop it in, into your local garden centre or take some photographs. This is the mountain ash patch. It's native to Ireland. Joseph Rock is a beautiful red or yellow buried variety, white flowers and yellow berries. And any dieback is, is worrying. There's either a, a root disorder there, the plant has been damaged in some way, there may be a disease affecting it as well. So really my advice is to take off a couple of the branches, bring them, pop them into your local garden centre or take some photographs and... and uh, they should be able to identify what's damaging the plant. It does suffer some pests and diseases, but closer examination of the stems, I think, is important. I discovered white-like worms in my flower pots. I've dumped lots of them, but I can't keep dumping them. What can I do? That's from Bridget. It depends what the what the pest is. It sounds like a vine weevil, which is a small white maggot that attacks uh, particularly plants in pots like begonias. Uh, sedums are often attacked, heucherus. Um, so it's a, a root pest that literally eats the roots of the plant. You can get a treatment uh, for it called Bug Clear Ultra. You simply mix it in water, you apply it onto the compost and that will control the vine weevil. Any advice for taking clippings from spider plants? My clippings won't grow into new plants. Ah, it's very unusual because the spider plant is an indoor plant, beautiful, variegated foliage, and what an easy plant to to root. So it produces little runners, Pat, very similar to strawberries. And all you do is take one of those runners and pin it into a small pot of moist compost. It should root within a three to four week period. And you simply, like a runner of a strawberry, snip it off from the mother plant and you've got yourself a new spider plant. So they're one of the easiest plants to propagate. It's a great time of year to do it but do pin in the young plant into the compost leave it attached to the mother plant until such time as it is rooted and it'll take about three or four weeks uh, we've built a new house this is the last one there's a large garden could you suggest suitable trees that might be planted we live in an area of galway with very poor soil and Galway, you've also got the sea, possible sea element as well. So if you want something that's hardy, white beam is a really good choice. Sorbus aru lutescens, it's got beautiful silver leaves, white flowers, red berries, a really, really attractive tra- plant. They are tree. The maples do really well. So you've got lots of choices within the maples and they make quite a large tree. So I'm thinking of Crimson Century that's got beautiful purple foliage. Um, uh, Leopoldii, which has got a variegated leaf as well. Um, Liquid Amber makes a beautiful tree as well. Again, my advice, Pat, is pop into your local garden centre. It's a great time to plant trees. You'll see them in full leaf at the moment. And there's such a, a wide variety of trees available for planting now. Porrick Hawken, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.